Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 87 today, continuing the Narcos Marathon of season three. Um, I'm going to cover episode six, seven, and eight now. And I'll be back on with nine and ten later on tonight. I wanted to do the paid and full one this morning where we recap that. I think I might have to move that a couple of days out. I was disappointed because, like I had been announcing, no BMF this week. Uh, Fifty Cent was pissed about it too. He put it on his Instagram page. They did go ahead and upload it last night, but it only stayed on there for maybe three hours, and they took it off. So some people were able to see it, some were not. Um, I don't want to even. I see that they have it uploaded on certain sites. I don't want to ruin it. I want to watch it next week when it comes on and recap it then. So I won't be watching the spoilers or listening to anybody's spoilers. Um you know, um, their reviews or watching it on the website it has available. I'll recap BMF next Sunday as promised. As for now, we'll continue the Narcos and we'll get that paid in full out shortly as well, probably tomorrow or Tuesday. Um, the Narcos ones, it's taking me a little longer because we're doing a marathon. I'm enjoying that. And, you know, that's a whole different story. And I kind of want to watch it again, even though I've seen it a million times, just in case I forget anything. So we can just, you know, kind of recap that movie. Um, that pretty much sums it up. I don't want to go too long by we're recapping three episodes in this, in this pod. Um, don't forget you can follow me on my social media platforms. It's Alicia Shanice Reviews um, for Facebook. No, Alicia Shanice for Facebook. Alicia Shanice Reviews for um, Instagram. And uh, my playlists are all on Spotify only. So all you got to do is type in Shanice Loves and I made all of my music playlists public. So on that note, let's go ahead and just jump into the show and talk Narcos Mexico. And she's the one. Her name is Shanice. And she's the one. This season so far has been amazing. I'm liking on how they're bringing everything together and kind of, you know, putting it in 10 episodes when it's like period period long periodic of time that this all happened and you know what the show is making it look like it was just right all bunched together but a lot of this happened you know throughout the years but um I'm loving the way how they're doing it what a way to go out um I still you know I've been doing it as promised watching it um coming back on so I haven't seen nine or ten yet I'm gonna watch that shortly and then I'm gonna come back tonight with my review of that so, um, episode six was titled Lo Jefe, and um, it goes like from scene to scene with a model to walk, showing like how rich and lavish a model was living. And on the opposite, what he's staying with the task force, you know, they're all in one building, and it's the complete opposite. So, um, it goes to show that in 
um, 94 uh, with Card- Cardinal uh, Pacitus. Um, it kind of began like a thing you uh, they call rebel Zapatistas. And, and they began like their rebellion, rebellion is January 1st, 1994, the day NAFTA went into effect. And the trade deal was like supposed to transform Mexico, but it just, it it did straight the opposite. You know, it basically, it, it, it was bad. It was bad for their economy and everybody felt it, you know, it meant more for the poor and it meant more loss of land. So this was not good. Everything just seemed like it was just going down and down in the economy and we see uh with Tijuana and Sinaloa still at war that this pushed Amato up to number one and this is everything Miguel Felix said he said watch when you know these two are idiots and going back and forth killing each other he's going to go to the top and if they would have did what he planned it wouldn't even they would have all just been so powerful and, you know, it, it just was crazy on how this happened. But Amato, we see he is very, very smart. So it pushed him up to um, number one to where he was ranking in around 80, 180 million in cash every 30 days because he went straight to wholesaler like retail. It was no more where he was getting um, paid with money. He was getting paid with supply, with product. And for a couple of years, that made him like the biggest trafficker, not only in Mexico, but in the world. And his partnership with Hank, uh, with Hank Gonzalez, Carlos Hank Gonzalez, made it even more powerful because this man was at the top as well. We also see Pacho comes to see Amato and he tells him that he wants out. Because him and his um, partners, they have decided to take a deal with the government. Well, basically, um, more, it was more the brothers. And he felt like he was owed to them because they worked so close with the government to help bring Pablo down. They were on there as soon as December 2nd, 1993 was up. Before they could get Pablo's funeral out, they were on the Cali cartel. They were right on them to bring them down. So, you know, they got to trying to get on top of it, making deals and wanting to change because they were more business style. So, you know, he comes uh, to Amato out of respect to let him know what's going on, that they're out and they won't be supplying him no more. And remember, he just got to where he needed to be. You know, now he is known that is the Lord of the skies. So, you know, he is really upset about that because, you know, you know, that's bad for business. Um, Mayo, he is having a hard time moving his product since since Amato's expansion as well. So business is not going good for Mayo as well. And Mayo likes to stay independent. He had he had never picked a side. So now that um, uh, Nadina, she is not letting him move through Tijuana anymore until he pays his tax. So they had that little conversation and she like, nope, you're not moving anything through here until you pay your tax. She has to start being stern, you know, 
And he did, he never wanted to join forces with anybody because he likes being independent and his own boss. And, you know, it's kind of bad to make him an enemy at that time as we go on. <laughs> but we also see, you know, she gets bad news right after that, after she talks to Mayo and Callie, and they pull from her too. So now everybody is losing their supply. Now it's just looking like, oh, you know, they're going to have to find somebody else. Miss Callie has been looking out. After that, we see Victor. He gets a call from the morgue. And now they have finally located the, um, the missing girl's body who he has been looking for this whole time. Um, come to find out she was only 14 years old and she had been strangled. So this messes him up really bad and we see him um as the show goes on getting more and more obsessed about wanting to catch this guy who is like a serial killer and you know has a type you can go into the same spot getting these girls who work at this factory so he does not take that well at all um we also see what goes to san diego and we see they caught the kid alex he kind of plays dumb at first, very sarcastic, and has watched too much damn Law and Order. <laughs> but it works for him in his favor at first. They let him go. Um, he kind of takes off after being real sarcastic. Watt gives him his card, but he kind of takes off. But, you know, Watt being Watt, he follows him back to Tijuana. We also see... And Adina calls Amato trying to join forces to come up with a new supplier. He tells her, you know, he'll think on it. And she's like, you know, we still, you know, we might let this go for you making that deal without us. And y'all went y'all separate ways. So y'all wasn't really, you know, he really didn't have to do that. But, you know, he tells her he'll he'll think about it. But, you know, Amato, he, he ain't trying to go back to that federation that they were all under when they were under Miguel Felix. He does his own thing. Uh, and she's starting to get nervous because things are not looking good for the Arellano Felix family. It's not. It's not. Benjamin's still in hiding. They're steady losing men. It's not looking good. So it shows us that on March 23rd, 1994, Luis um, Donato Casilla. He was murdered, and he was like Mexicans ver uh, Mexico's version of JFK, John um, F. Kennedy. He, he was like that over there in Mexico, and this shook everything up. It shook everything up, and uh, <laughs> he was also running to be the next president, and you know they loved him over there. So Andrea, she starts to get a lead. Um, that has something to do with the PRI being being behind it, you know, and she ends up kind of going and talking to one of his political aides, Karen. She gives her a little bit of information, but not too much. You know, she kind of, you know, when she sees her, she like, you work for LaVos, right? It ain't the good time because you can tell she was there when he probably got killed. But after she asked her for her lighter to smoke a square and they end up talking, she ends up, you know, confiding more in her just little by little enough for Andrea to start get the ball rolling with this investigation, everything she's working on to bring down the corruption in Carlos Hank Gonzalez. 
after that we get to the next scene and we see uh what he is still keeping a trail on the kid alex so he is outside of that house watching everything because he's followed him over there in the cab so victor takes the woman to see uh her daughter and remember she uh she had originally told his wife and his wife sent him over there so he she had been looking for her daughter for a very long time because she dropped her off that day at the bus for work and she had never given up hope and when she seen her body oh she broke down and this really got to him and it made him even more he was already getting drawn to the case when he started seeing multiple women um who looked similar coming up murdered and strangled and um you know this draws him more in to where he's like i have to find this guy he's starting to get obsessed it's starting to change his change him and when he heard the way she was crying and breaking down and how she took the news as to be expected he it made him even more in one want to get to the bottom of this so we see after that um Amato meets with the new supplier from North Valley. They agree to move four tons a week, but he tells them, because, you know, Tijuana trying to get that new supplier now. He said the rules, you know, these are my rules, only me. So at this point, Amato is out for sale, as he should. <laughs> Amato, go, he goes back to see, um, you know his lady in Cuba. We see that they're they're getting official now. So it, it goes back to them. They they spend some time together. We see that they're getting very serious. Um, we also see what him and the task force. They spot Ramon, uh, and it, a shootout breaks out. Uh, but <clears throat> they do get the brother Francisco. So they get they do get one of the family members. They get Francisco. We also see um, Victor, he calls uh, Jaime, and he's looking for Walt, because remember Walt gave him that card, but he wants some help because, you know, over there where they're at is more poor, they don't even have access to DNA reports, and this is still early 90s, so, you know, he like, hey, he needed information, so Jaime, he's a little you know skeptical at first but they kind of end up trading small details he tells them like i need i don't want no money i don't want to you know any of that i want um i want a dna to this so he tells them to get money on get uh information on a motto and he tells them like look a motto is a ghost but I can, you know, get information on his brother, Vincent. Remember, Vincent was brought from Sinaloa, and he is over there being a muscle and out of control, if you ask me. <laughs> so, after that, we get into another scene, and we see um, the Arellano Felix family is starting to go down. They're starting to go down. They're losing members. Um, Benjamin's in hiding. Uh they have lost men through all the war that they're going on they lost multiple soldiers and reminds out of control <clears throat> we also see 
Victor. He meets uh is it Vicente or Vincent? He meets Amado's brother. <laughs> I could be pronouncing the name wrong, but I'm gonna call him Vincent. I think that's his name, or Vicente. But he meet him, <laughs> and this was like an intense slow motion scene it was a lot going on I, I just thought I just knew I'm like is he gonna you know know that he up to something or you know like on inside information because he just seemed like he's such out of control and be be like high or drunk all the time so that was an intense scene when they met and you know he asked him was he official was he solid but we see you know he gives him a chance to to work for him do some business with him you know so Victor gets him we also see Andrea, she gets a scare. She 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 ain't she gets a scare, but that still don't back her down. But when she goes to her car, she sees a man standing there and you know he said your tire is on flat. You know, that's that's dangerous. He's like, Do you work for Lavos? You know, um, that's that's dangerous. You know, you should better be careful working there and walking to your car at night. So he gives her like uh a light threat, you know, a light threat. And she's she's left sh shooken up. She's left shooken up knowing that, you know, they're on tour. They're on tour. We also see after that, um Alex, he ends up playing a game and he uses Watt's phone number. And you know, I knew this was coming because he told his brother about him getting uh, when they found the house. He ended up telling his brother that, you know, he was pulled over and they caught the money. So they try to jump on top of it, having him do the setup game. This reminded me of uh, Narcos Columbia. That night when they uh, Pablo had a uh, lemon used uh, the one girl to set up Carrillo. So. It reminded me of that scene, but it was an ambush and one of the cops got murdered. So, <clears throat> you know, Walt and his team, they want vengeance because it was an ambush. <clears throat> we also see the family also sets out for vengeance. So they go and, you know, that was their plan to get at the police when they did that. Then they go after mayo they set his 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 ship on fire and he is pissed and we uh, we're gonna get there and then we see um they went to sinaloa and they took azul out i wasn't expecting that this quick because you know azul been around since uh season one uh he was with the dfs so they took azul out so hector palma went into hiding and Azul, he was like one of the top people of the Sinaloa since they uh went off. So Sinaloa is not doing good with Chapo being in jail, but we gonna get there. Um, we also see now this was just dumb. They did an attempt to hit on <laughs> on a motto. Man, 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 that was dumb. So now they making they already losing multiple people, and while they trying to prove that they still got it, they went out there and started a damn war with everybody um we get that was my episode review for uh six so we get to episode seven this one is titled lavos and we see uh the lavos delivery trucks they're out making delivery stops and um while they're going from stop to stop and they get out uh it, it it's blown up 
So they had a bomb in the in the truck for the newspaper. That they, they not playing with them. They not playing with them. And the guy who owns the newspaper, he has already lost the his partner who he started the company with when they went after uh, the man, Mr. Gonzalez, in the first place. And now the heat is starting to get picked uh, picked back up. So he is nervous. They lost multiple people lost their lives right there and how that how the truck blew up in that middle street. That was really sad. And we also see um, Watt is having a hard time with the task force ever since the ambush and they lost some officers. So then we see Amato's brother, uh, Vicente, he knows there is a snitch in the crew. So they are going around having like the people who work for them kill everybody who they think might be responsible for snitching but really it's victor who is taking intel back to el paso to jame so he can get that dna resolved we also see um things are starting to get scary for the employees at the lavas who work for there a guy who had been there for years he ends up quitting and you know, says he, he has a novel waiting on him. He's going to just write because it starts to get really, really scary. And, you know, the owner, he starts uh, taking people's names out who's writing the articles just for protection, um, for wanting to protect his employees. So it's starting to get real scary for them. And but this is the newspaper who's known for not putting out. They, they like to get to the bottom of it. They don't like to um, put out the fake news just to please the government. So um, this is the one who they expect, the people of the city, they expect to, to trust from this newspaper. And back then, a lot of journalists, they 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 were raw. They didn't give a damn. They were going to get to the story. Hell, they were more gangster than the police because they would go after the story. Men, women reporters, they did not care. That's when journalism was journalism back in the day. So I do like that they are showing that, you know, when we go over different stories, like look at different reporters who made pivotal uh, steps in history, but they did end up losing their lives. You know, even when we, when we talk about the snowfall story and we talk about Gary Webb, look at how far he went. And he lost everything just to get that story out. So back in the day, reporters were really hungry for that. And, they, you know, it was it was a cold, you know, with journalism. So we also see um, after that. We see <laughs> we see Alex and his brother. They hanging out. They um sitting out of the hideout spot, smoking on a bomb, watching Beverly Hills 90210, season two, episode three of four, the camping trip. Now y'all know I love me some Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> I like my gangster shit. I like my gangster shit, but I like my soap opera stuff too. And I was like, oh, that's Beverly Hills 90210, season two camping trips so <laughs> they sitting there like uh i bet it's fun to live in beverly hills and you know his brother is like yeah california's cool so they're having like a brother a brotherly moment and um when uh his brother alfredo gets the call from his girlfriend and goes to the back alex sneaks out because he told him not to leave till it was dark. But they got the address on them and they catch Alex and them military cops beat the hell out of them as they should from that setup. And but Alfredo jumps out the back window and gets away. We also see um 
Victor, he goes to meet um, Jaime and basically gets nothing. He's been feeding him information. Um, they meet at a diner in El Paso, but with the uh, DNA test, it came back inclu- uh, inclusive. So they didn't get he didn't get anything, and he is pissed off. But he's been putting his life in danger. Um, taking all that information back to him about the crew back there. So he storms out of there pissed off. They also, um, Amado meets with Mayo and they talk business. They they talk business. Amado ends up fronting Mayo product. They both agree. Um, the Arellano Felix family has to go down because now, uh, Mayo, he decides that um, he decides he wants to pick a side. He wants to join forces with uh, Sinaloa. So he um, he's picked a side. <clears throat> the big brother, he calls um, Ramon Alfredo and he lets him know that, uh, you know, the show has started. They them the military cops and bust in and took his little brother. I be cracking up every time I see Ramon in the uh, Jordan attire, the Jordan gear. He got on the Jordans or the Jordan jersey because when he was caught in a documentary in um, on Hollywood Boulevard when he was on a run, and you see they made this kid look completely different than the real Ramon. And he had on the Jordan jersey with the wig and shit. So I be laughing every time I see him in season three with uh with all this stuff on with the Jordans. <laughs> um, so he tells them, you know, everything went to shit. The military, you know, they bust in. They got my brother. We also see, um, they ain't playing with Alex. They trying to break him down for information. So we also see. And I did love this scene. While Don Nito is giving Chapo game, he's giving him game. And remember, Don Nito, that's who Miguel Felix went to for a lot of his game. He was a real old timer, you know, been in the game for years. And he didn't play a lot of that silly shit. And he was actually against, uh, you know, it's in the documentary. He, he was not with all the kidnapping stuff that they did when they got in all the trouble. He was old time and he didn't even want to be seen. You know, he had his old school rules, but it shows Donito he's looking out for Chapo in their hill. He run his prison and he's, uh, you know, looking out for him. And they're going over how to get the Arellano, um Felix family uh, play by play. But we also see Mayo, he is. He out, he outside taking shit down like a boss. So as they're going like play by play, it shows Mayo and uh, it shows Mayo and uh, his crew going taking stuff down, torturing, killing, doing what they got to do to give people a chance to pick a side. And if they pick the pick the Felix family, they dead is gone, you know. So and he's working from the inside because he's been working for Tijuana for years. So we see um Donito, like I said, he run a prison. I like when he asked him, he said, uh, do you think we can trust a motto? Because that's where they get in the front of the product from. And he like, uh, my nephew? Shit, no. Because <laughs> you remember uh, Donito and um, 
Donito and Amato, uh, that's his uncle. So we see the war starts, and it is not a joke. We see it's not a joke. We see um, Nadina gets a call. She has to go to Horace for herself. And then, I mean, not Horace, but she has to go into the city for herself. But when she gets there, she sees the the man that she actually sent the, sent the hit out for a motto that hell they weren't playing. They put these mans up on the damn statue, chopped off their heads and everything else. So <laughs> they weren't playing. I was like, damn, because Amato had already said, Mayo, when you go after them, I want you to go. Um, the man who came after me, we getting them first. He said, you ain't even got to really do nothing. Just tell my brother because he takes this personal. <laughs> so um, we see um, Carlos Hank Gonzalez. He pays a visit to Amato because it was like a public display of violence and everything has to be discreet. And he tells him, you know, all of this public display. It ends today or all the banks and all the deals we got. It is cut off by the end of the day. We also see um, Victor goes to the bus stop and he gets information on a bus uh, from one of the girls um, about one of the girls who was murdered. Uh, she tells him that, you know, she got into a car uh, with the man it was like a nice car so he ends up you know at first they all look reluctant to talk to him but one of the girls end up giving him some information and she like oh did she go missing like the others too so we also see um marta and amato they talk on the phone because they're starting to grow chemistry this is the lady in cuba and they have a serious conversation because they starting to get more and more serious. We also see Alex was about to get hit by the damn booty gone child. Damn. <laughs> this man came in there and he was time child. He came in there ready to torture him. But he ended up, uh, he still ended up torturing him. But then they ended up finding out he was a dual citizen. So he was born in America. So he's American. And what? You know, he has have a second thoughts about that. You know, when it comes to being an American citizen, they look at it differently. You know what I'm saying? But he a dual citizen. So it kind of changed the game up a little bit. And we see Alex getting tortured. And I mean, tortured. And that was my recap for episode. That was episode six, wasn't it? Or was that seven? Let me look. Yeah, that was Love Love All. So that was episode seven. So now we're gonna move on to episode eight. I mean, look, I've been glued to the TV. That's why I ain't been, <laughs> I've been when I said it was a narcos weekend and I get all into narcos, man. I love narcos. And they're I'm really loving this this uh season. They're going out really strong. That's why I wanna do an episode where we um talk about which ones had the best and how would you compare it how would you compare like the the police officers the dea agents the traffickers the sicarios i, I kind of want to do like a you know which one topped out the best i have my picks but i'll let you guys know when i do that episode <laughs> all right so when we get to episode eight um the last dance we see it opens where Amato is kind of like reminiscent of his conversation that he had with 
his uncle about Miguel Angel Felix Gallardo's future plans. Remember, uh, Donito is the one who brought him over so in to join them when he was trying to join all the plazas so they could use his planes because he was a pilot. So he's reminiscing about that. It shows us uh, the old Miguel before he became the El Padrino, the godfather. So we see he's reminiscing about how it all started and came along. I liked it, that scene. I liked to seeing him talking to his uncle and before, you know, everything got popped off when it was all just a dream. And we see that him and uh, Miguel Felix, they have a lot of similarities with how smart they are and how they see the vision. But Amado also related more to um, Pablo Acosta as well. He like, he really took a liking into him. So, it goes to December 1994, and it's saying like on how everything fell apart after um, the, pre- the the former president, the one who went to Harvard. Remember, it was him and his him and the, him and his brother. They were really powerful. Remember, Miguel Felix was scared when they were getting ready to get a- elected because they were really close to Don Juan. They were the two boys who shot the mate when they were kids. <laughs> so. Um, after he, he's out, you know, and once he was loved on a U.S. side and on the uh, Mexico side, but when he left, everything had started to change. And it was after, you know, he was the president who signed NAFTA. So we see when he left the office, um, it, it, it was just a mess. Millions of jobs were gone. Um, it was wiping middle uh, middle class out. It was like the peso collapse, they said in the show. So everything is just a mess in 1994. But Amato, you know, he looks at it like a come up. We also see uh, that Karen, she ends up tracking down Andrea. She was the, the lady who was the political aide. And she has a lot of information on um, their financial institution stuff. So she has all the financial records that they have been working on, um, like all the information where they could track them back to 700 million bribes, $700 million. They paid off for bribes for the PRI. Uh, it was considered the slush fund. So she's she gives she gives her all of that, you know, them boxes of information. We also see Alex is still getting tortured and time is ticking for what his boss is calling. And when they, you know, the mother is kicking up steam, the brother has already spread the word that he's missing. So, you know, stuff is, is getting, it's closing in. It is closing in. Um, we also see Amato, he meets with the new supplier. And this guy is from North Valley and he tells him, Pacho has to be taken care of because of how dangerous it is for them to be working for the government. What if he doesn't like prison and decides to talk? And you know, he like look in our in our business, it ain't no working with the government. You and it's it's a no. And this is not a business you can retire from. Say I had enough, I don't want to do it no more. It's for life. And Amado has a like, a special liking into Pacho. Uh, Pacho looked out for him when it was time to betray Miguel because he hated Miguel anyway. And, you know, just looked out for him on even uh, helping the brothers start where he could do the uh, 
get the get paid in product and not money but when we went over this before i said on like a lot of this stuff was definitely dramatized with the cali cartel because the guadalajara cartel at first they did start out with pablo and then start out with them but you know that's based off true facts this is the show we're enjoying you know so we also see uh what is starting to realize uh time is ticking even more and they had they need alex they need to get alex out of there because his mother is making a lot of noise and uh he tells the general that he think he can get through to him so let him get in there and talk to him we also see victor is still staking out the scene from where the girls uh who work for the factory are working at he goes there every night and sits and watch and we also see on the inside, Chapo, he is getting great news from um, the Sinaloa soldiers, are, how they're moving with Mayo, because remember, Mayo came to visit him, presented his plan, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Mayo, I like, I like Mayo. <laughs> Mayo, at first when you seen him, you're like, okay, he just a little fisherman, you know, moving a little weight. But Mayo, shit, when he got mad, hell, he turned into a damn boss. And with him and Sinaloa together they is not playing so um we see Chapo you know he gets great news on the phone in the inside like how Sinaloa soldiers are moving with Mayo and his master plan is working and they taking Tijuana down fast he still we also see Chapo still wants to be loyal to Hector Palma because he's still missing he went in hiding in the mountains after Azul got killed but remember uh in season two Chapo, he that's how he was. Remember when they um they came and tried to murder him after the the thing the the conversation got publicized with Acosto and him on the phone. It was Aguilera, and it got out there. And they came, they killed Cuchi Loco. Just a, a lot happened, and they came. He was not playing. He was willing. Um, when Miguel Felix needed help with those votes, he said, I'm not helping until you let Hector Palmer back in. He wanted him in. He wanted to be loyal, you know. So I like that about him. And he still wants to cut him in as well. He's very loyal. Um, and he's getting a lot of game from Don Nito. He right up under Don Nito. <laughs> so we see Anadina and uh, Raymond. They are pissed hell they in a warehouse where it looks like it wasn't even um it wasn't even a tussle like their men left on their own and Raymond kicking up a trash cans and shit he's so mad so we see Walt talks to Alex and after they trade war stories about their brothers <laughs> he asks to have a hit of that cigarette and he gives up the information of the address of where his brother Alfredo was at we also see um he makes a uh he makes what promise like um if i if i knew where he was do you promise that he'll be okay and, and what promises him so he gives him the address we also see the dude david brandon um he had told uh What's her name? Adenina that he had the address on whoever they was looking for. But now we see uh, he went to Alfredo. It was Alfredo they was looking for the address on because they found out. The way they didn't think they could trust him anymore after his brother went in. So he went to his house. It looks like he um he might have raped his girlfriend because he came out like a damn creep. Un unbuttoned up his pants and shit and uh, killed them both. 
So we go back to Andrea and we see that, you know, she's um, they're getting a lot of information. They're getting a lot of information and it's all coming from like the Citibank transactions. Um, we see that the, the PRI, they needed someone to blame. So they basically blamed the, the former president due to the spotlight he brought, the, uh, and the attention he brought, and they take his brother in for orchestrating the murder of the P PRI secretary general. And, you know, he fleds off and he goes to Ireland. So it was like threatening a big machine. We also see Victor in half of... Uh, his precinct get laid off they already were poor and not making any money and they all get laid off and he is stressed out but his uh partner tells him you know that vincent needs some help being a security guard <laughs> we see a model on the phone with pacho and you can tell on the phone call he wants to warn him so bad he's taking a, a liking into him and you know they grew this friendship and pacho tells him like i remember once upon a time not too long ago uh, mexicans were looked at they were taken as a joke and just a runner in the states and now uh that's changed shit we working for you you know i took a lot in you you different and that's crazy because in the early 80s uh Colombia did bring everything they were 80 percent of the drug trade but now everything is coming from Mexico so you know Amado he helped change the times of how it is now he did that you know with the of course with the guidance and uh the teachings from it, it, would, it wouldn't even started if it wasn't for Miguel Felix like he was the brains of everything but after the the murder happened with Kiki Camarena and that cartel went under and they spread out uh amato just took it even further we also see um after that the uh we see the paper uh at lavos they're steady um the business is going under. They're losing advertisers each week from everything going on in the economy and steady falling. People getting laid off left to right. We see uh what in the task force. They by they got the information, they got the address from Alex. They go looking for Alfredo and we see him and his girlfriend. They both sitting at the table dead. They didn't kill them both. We see Victor starts working for security for one of uh Vincent's spots. They end up beating one of the dudes half to death. I couldn't figure out why they was beating them up, but hell, they beat somebody up. <laughs> we see uh, it's a lot going on with the Arilano Felix family. It, shit went down fast. But, of course, this was over years. So, you know, they, they, they putting it in a show like this, but this was for years. And they're trying to... uh uh Anadina, she's trying to get benjamin to leave he's been at the same hideout spot for too long and it's starting to get too dangerous but he doesn't want to leave he feel like he's safe there but not only that remember his daughter was always ill even when she was a baby it showed it in season two and you know she's getting treatments there for her tumor with you know doctors and she like you know what it's other doctors other places y'all gotta bounce but you know he being a parent first and he know that if he switch up when she's getting all these treatments you know it could be bad so they wanted him to leave the house he's been there so long we also see um after that 
um walk he goes talk to alex again because alex does not know his brother is dead and they need that information to get to benjamin so they're still using that information getting him to go and we see he, he full snitch mode now he's about to tell everything but he don't know that his brother dead so they're using that against him and we see amato he starts he started having his money moved he um He's on he's he's starting to see the bigger picture. He's starting to realize how everything is looking. So he's starting to move his money. He is starting to move his money. Uh he goes to the bank and he wants it moved to where uh the guy Gonzalez won't even know. So he's moving like fifteen thousand each month or so. We see um Andrea and her team, they are all going through all of the financial records and finding out everything is leading them back to Citibank. We also see uh, Victor. He almost catches up with the man in the Cadillac. He sees him pick up a girl, but as he's like creeping up on him, his uh, tire catches on flat. So the, the, the man probably killed this girl because he, he lost him, but he got the license plate. So he did get the license plate. He know it's a Cadillac. We also see a model starts after he starts moving money and setting up for the future. He ends up sending money to Marta. No, no was that what's her name? I think he ends up sending money to the baby mama who he lost the child with. He goes to his daughter's gravesite. He sends money to her in Sinaloa, and then he sends um money and everything to his woman in Cuba, and he is ready to move up to the mountains. He wants out. He wants out because he he says like. Pablo, Cali Cartel, Felix, they all thought they had more time. And I used to be a man who say, hey, when it catch up, it catch up. But now I want to plan for the future. So she agrees to go and, you know, ride off to the sunset. But, you know, if you know the story, you know what's going to happen to a model. So we'll see if they show that in the next two episodes. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, log off now. I'll be back on tonight to my final recap of Narcos Season 3. We'll do 9 and 10 tonight. I hope you guys are enjoying the Narcos Marathon of my recaps. I'm enjoying the show. Uh, this is a really good action-packed, um, good final season. So I'll be back on tonight. It's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.